0: You can read these stories and find out more about our books at BlackInEducation.com. Percy Julian was born on April 11, 1899, in Montgomery, Alabama. His parents sent him to school in Montgomery, Alabama, but there were no educational opportunities for black people beyond a certain grade in Montgomery. While in school, however, Percy was encouraged to go to DePaul University, which is located in Greencastle, Indiana, to continue his studies. Percy Julian jumped at the chance. When he left Montgomery for DePaul, his family came down to the train station to see him off. Among those standing at the train station was his gran- was his grandfather. His grandfather had been formerly enslaved and reportedly had had two of his fingers cut off just for learning how to write. When Percy got to DePaul University, He found that the education he received in Montgomery, Alabama did not prepare him for the university work he had to do while he was in Indiana. He then began to attend a preparatory school while he was taking his college courses and while he worked in a fraternity house to pay for his college expenses. Percy Julian simply excelled at DePaul University. He graduated at the top of his class as the valedictorian of his class in 1920 with a degree in chemistry. Even though Percy Julian excelled at DePaul University, he was denied admission into the graduate school due to his race. Julian then went on to teach chemistry at Fisk University and he later attended Harvard University where he earned a master's degree in chemistry. From there he went on to teach at the historically black West Virginia State College. He later went on to teach at Howard University and then was finally able to complete his doctorate at the University of Vienna in Austria in 1931. Now he returned to the United States and to his alma mater, DePaul University, in the early 1930s. He returned to DePaul University as a research fellow and began to mentor seniors who were majoring in chemistry. There he did some of his most important work. He and a colleague were working on a project to synthesize physostigmine from the calabar bean. In April of 1935, Percy Julian and Joseph Pickle published a study entitled, Studies in the Indole Series Versus the Complete Synthesis of Physostigmine. This paper explained how he and Pickle were able to synthesize physostigmine from the calabar bean. Now, this was a remarkable accomplishment because physostigmine could be used to treat the devastating disease of glaucoma. While physostigmine was known to the medical world, the synthesis of it and the process that Julian and Pickle used to isolate it was seen as a major accomplishment. In fact, the American Chemical Society, in 1999, labeled this discovery as one of the seminal achievements in all of American chemistry and designated this research as a National Historic Chemical Landmark. Despite the recognition and fame that this discovery brought Julian and Pickle, Percy Julian was not given a professorship at DePaul University. Julian also experienced a tough time finding employment despite this remarkable achievement. After experiencing some trouble, though, he was able to land a job, a research job at the Glidden Company in their Sawyer Products Division. He eventually became the director of their research division, where he made very many other very important discoveries. Julian developed a process for isolating soybean protein, which could be used to coat and size paper and to create cold water paints. Julian's discoveries also contributed to the development of a fire extinguishing foam, which could be used in emergency situations. During World War II, this aerofoam was used to put out gasoline fires on aircraft carriers. Not only did Percy Julian contribute to important products, he continued to make contributions in the area of medicine. One day an accident took place involving a large container of soybean oil, and Percy Julian was called out by workers to come take a look at it. He noticed a white solid in substance at the bottom of the container and recognized that the sterols from the soybeans had been isolated in the solid. Remembering his research from DePaul University, Julian began working on the sterols. He created a process that led to the widespread availability of human sex hormones. This process also led to millions of dollars a year in sales for Glidden. But Julian was not finished. Cortisone had been found to be effective in the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis, but it was costly and very expensive to make. Percy Julian decided to work on a substance called Substance S. Now Substance S is found in the adrenal cortex along with cortisone. Substance S is very similar to cortisone with only one oxygen atoms difference. From this substance, Percy Julian was able to synthesize cortisone and hydrocortisone, developing a way to make cortisone more widely available at only a fraction of the cost. His work led to his induction into the National Inventors Hall of Fame in 1990 for his preparation of cortisone, which is documented in a U.S. patent. Dr. Percy Julian was truly a remarkable chemist. Many scientists are honored to be a part of just one major breakthrough, But Percy Julian's work led to increased treatments for glaucoma, the development of Aerofoam, the widespread availability of human hormones, and the low-cost availability of hydrocortisone.